Hi, mamas, and welcome to episode five in our pregnancy loss podcast series. Today, we are talking all about the physicality of loss. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to get you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physicality. Hi, mamas, and welcome back to episode five in our pregnancy loss podcast series. I really hope you're enjoying this series so far. We've had four episodes released so far. If you haven't gone and checked them out, please go back and listen in your own time. We talk about validating emotions and grief. We talk about acknowledging that loss is trauma. We talk about pregnancy after loss. We talk about relationships after loss and support networks and getting support from family and friends. They're such important topics. You don't need to listen to them before this episode, but I do encourage you to listen to them whenever you get a chance. They're really, really important. But today we're going to speak to a topic that came up a lot when I asked women what they wanted to hear about, and it is about the physicality of loss. So it's about how it feels in your body to have a loss. And we talk about the the myths and misconceptions that a lot of women have about what it will feel like. We also talk about lactation after loss and cover just things that women are really often blindsided by. I didn't know it was going to hurt this much. I didn't know my body was going to react that way. I didn't know to expect that I would lactate. All these sorts of things that we often don't think about. We cover the emotional side so much, but we don't often think about the physicality of it. So in this episode, Shana Southern, who is our pregnancy loss practitioner and trauma-informed coach, shares her personal experience and her physical reaction to her miscarriage and how that was very different from what she expected. And we also share all the women in my beautiful community who contributed their stories, they share about if they did anything in specific to aid their physical recovery after loss. And the reason I asked them that question is because a lot of women said to me that they wish they'd known to treat themselves like that they were postpartum. So I thought that would be really helpful to share whether anyone did anything specific to help their physical recovery after loss, because often that can be bypassed. We often think just about, like I said, the emotional side of it, but we do often have to think about the physicality of it. You're still going through a huge, enormous event and your body needs rest and your body needs recovery. And so I really wanted to bring this to light because so many women said that they wish they'd known that, you know, they weren't just mild period cramps and they wish they'd known that they needed to rest afterwards and not get straight back into exercise and work and all of the things. So Yeah, I really hope that you love this episode. If you want to connect with Shana, you can find her on Instagram, Institute of Healing underscore PL. And as always, you know where I live. I'm at Physio Laura. Please come and connect with me and let me know if you've loved this series, if we've covered all the bases, or if there's something else you want us to talk about, please let me know. I always love hearing your feedback. So without further ado, let's jump on in. The last thing I want to talk about with you, Shana, and I know You don't necessarily feel like you can speak to this from an expert point of view, but you have had people inside your program speak about this and you've had your own personal experience about this. But a question that came up a lot when I was asking the audience, what do you wish you knew about pregnancy loss was about the physicality of it. They were really thrown by the physicality. They didn't expect it to feel how it felt. They didn't expect their body to react the way it reacted. And that really threw them and they wish they'd known about that earlier. So Obviously, everyone's experience is going to be different depending on at what stage you have your loss and, you know, everyone's going to have a different journey. But could you speak to 
the physicality of your loss and how it felt for you in your body. And also about lactation, because I know you had a lactation consultant inside your program. And maybe if you could share just a little bit about the lactation after loss, because I feel like that's something a lot of women wouldn't be expecting either. Yeah, it's not. And yeah, it wasn't my experience. And it, and again, it, but it wasn't anything that I would have thought would happen. Like being my first pregnancy ending in loss, like it was, I went through everything for the first time, even experiencing contractions. Like I didn't know what that was, but lactation wasn't even anything that crossed my mind. And when I obviously have had women reaching out to me and had conversations around that, I was like, wow, so many people, so many women, their bodies are going through that natural process, but unfortunately the baby is an earth side and that can really feel like a slap in the face from the universe going like, why do I have to go through this? And my baby's not even here. So yeah, I believed I needed to bring in a lactation consultant who could speak more to that. And one thing that really stood out to me from the conversation I had with her was she said around 16 weeks pregnant, you can start lactating because around 16 to 18 weeks is when we start to produce colostrum. So from anywhere from 16 weeks pregnant, you can start lactating. And unfortunately, if you have any losses after that period of time, your body is still going to go through that process. And I said to her, I was asking her, like, what, what do you do then? If obviously it's a very triggering and activating experience because you don't have anything then to anywhere for this milk to go. And if you start lactating as if like the baby's there, then it's, what do you do? And there was another point that she made was, which was really, really beautiful because she supports obviously a lot of bereaved parents navigating the lactation process. And she said a lot of the women that she supports uses, so if they decide to pump, express the milk, they use that time as grieving time, as reflection time, as their feeling. If they want to cry for the whole time that they're expressing, they can do that. But it's almost like they have this set time to grieve. And it creates like a routine for them to start to process their experience. And I thought that was really beautiful because often we do get caught up in the grieving process or trying to hurry it up or push it aside because it's too painful. But when obviously you've got this extra layer that you're trying to navigate, she said it's almost like scheduling time to grieve, scheduling time to really reflect and experience whatever it is that your body is going through. And she said it was a very healing time for pretty much all of the mums that she was able to support. And I, like, again, it's not something that I experienced, but for her, those were two really big takeaways. And obviously there is like the opportunity to donate if you wanted to donate milk, but also if you wanted to stop the lactation altogether, like how she went into how you could do that for yourself. But for me, learning that you can start lactating at about 16 weeks was really eye-opening because I thought in my pregnancy after loss, I still didn't produce milk properly and she was born. Even my experience with having a baby Earthside, I didn't experience lactating anything, colostrum, 
project production between that 16 and 18 weeks. That wasn't even part of my experience in pregnancy after loss. But for her to say that, I was that was really, really eye-opening for me. And also to have that little sort of practice that they could do if they decided to express. And it's not necessarily to say that they have to express like then for the rest of their time. Mm. Just in those first few days or weeks, just to have that time and allow that time for them to grieve. Mm, I think that's a beautiful ritual. I think it's, again, another way to take pain and turn it into something really special and really treasured. And like you said, scheduled time to grieve. It sounds maybe silly to some, but I think it makes total sense. Mm. Now, I know you said with your loss that you were told it would feel like a heavy period. Can Mm. you confirm yay or nay? Did it feel like a heavy period? (laughs) Definitely not. It was like I, because I used to get heavy periods, I was like, oh yeah, cool. I can handle this. It'll be like my normal heavy period. But it looked like someone was massacred in my bathroom and I pretty much got to the point where I couldn't clean anything. I would go to the toilet and I just told my husband he couldn't go to the bathroom. Like you just don't go in there because... I was bleeding. I couldn't physically couldn't. The pads couldn't contain it. I was on the floor with my legs in the air and I'm just like, I don't know what else to do. So it was definitely not something I had ever experienced before. Definitely heavier than probably the heaviest period I could even imagine. And it didn't even cross my mind that not long after my loss, I heard of a lady hemorrhaging from her loss and she actually died. And I was like, wow, like the amount of blood that I was losing, I felt like that could have been me. And I don't know at what point I would have thought any different. I was Mm. like, I'm just going to keep pushing through because I feel like this should be normal. Maybe this is heavy. Maybe this is what they're talking about, but I felt like I was bleeding out. Yeah. You obviously reached that tipping point when your body was saying, I feel like I'm going to die and I need to call an ambulance. There was that point of, no, this is actually not normal. My body's going into panic mode because it knows this is not okay. Did you have contractions or cramps or how would you describe them? How did it feel when you were bleeding? I... Didn't know what contractions felt like, but when I got to the hospital, they confirmed that I was experiencing contractions because when obviously I had the obstetrician have a look and he's, yeah, you're, you're contracting. Like he could see that I was contracting and I, they were definitely not period cramps and they were coming very quite regularly. So I was, I, yeah, like I, I think I said before that the whole night before I went to the hospital, I was actually crying because obviously I didn't have any pain relief at home that was strong enough to numb out that pain. And it was quite regular. So every time I was getting a contraction, I was just crying. Yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't know what it was though at the time until I got to the hospital and then they look, had a look inside that did an internal and it's, yeah, you're contracting. Yeah. That's when they gave me morphine. And how did you feel physically after your DNC when you were discharged home? And how did you how did your body feel? Obviously, emotionally, you would have been going through the grief roller coaster. But did you have time to check in and see how your body felt after the loss? No, I. Apart from feeling empty, like I, I felt completely empty, and I ended up experiencing what my mum said 
was the baby blues. I just, I felt almost this uncontrollable like emotion and it was different. It just felt different to the grief that I was experiencing. And then when I had obviously my pregnancy after loss, like I went through the exact same thing again, crying uncontrollably about nothing, seemingly nothing. So I feel like those two were very much similar, but I didn't, I wasn't aware of how my body was going to be navigating it postpartum. Like I wasn't aware of anything apart from only what my mom told me. She goes, obviously your, the hormones are going to go through the changes as if, you know, you've had a pregnancy and it's like my body was doing that. And, but apart from that, I just completely felt empty and numb, but I didn't actually give any thought to my body at all. Looking back over it now with the information that I have now, I would absolutely tell myself to do that, to really just tune in and check in and see what's going on. Because it wasn't until two months after my loss that I my physical health really declined and ended up having to have a lot of treatment done. My My physical body couldn't cope. And I couldn't do anything for myself. Like I saw a lot of stuff that I ended up having to deal with at that point. But yeah, at the time, I I wasn't given any advice of what I could be feeling. Yeah. And I had no awareness, no body awareness for myself to do that for myself either. Yeah. I know a lot of the women who responded to my call out on this series were saying that they wish they had known to treat themselves like a postpartum woman especially for those women who carried much later and actually did have full-on labour and birth of their child. They didn't think or to know to look after their pelvic floor and to look after their abdominals and to treat themselves like any other postpartum woman who has a live baby. So a lot of these women wish that they had known to treat themselves postpartum. And look, I personally, after my miscarriages, I didn't feel physically... I guess any worse for wear. I know I didn't look after myself very well, but that was probably more an emotional problem. And then walking into my first pregnancy, I don't think I was physically the healthiest I could have been because I wasn't looking after my body because I was obviously suffering and not really paying much attention to it. But coming back to the physicality of loss, I'm just going to share my story really quickly for those women who haven't heard it. I'd never had period cramps or heavy bleeding or any sort of issues with my period. And with my loss at seven weeks, I was, I never take pain medication either, but I was begging my husband to go and get something from the shops, be it Panadol or Nurofen, just anything. I was doubled over on my bed, like moaning and groaning and had a heat pack on my tummy. And I've never experienced anything like that before. I've had labor before as well. So after that, and that to me was also very different. This was just like a very intense uterine energy. It was, it's very interesting. There was a lot of bleeding similar to you. I actually passed, what do you want to call it? The baby. It was a really obvious sort of like Mm. clot, which she could piece apart and look at all the different sections of it I found that actually really powerful to see that come out and then my contractions and cramping did slow down after that came out and that was like the completion of it for me but yeah for those women who aren't sure what to expect it's certainly not a walk in the park from what I understand from what I experienced from what you experienced from what many women experience 
So I think that's really important to be prepared for if nobody's telling you that, but it can be really intense. You're birthing, you're birthing your child prematurely and that takes the uterus a lot of work to do and we're often not prepared for that. So I just wanted to share my experience of that as well because it certainly wasn't a heavy period for me either. Thank you so much for joining us, Shana. This has been a really insightful chat for me personally as well as professionally and I can't wait to share this with all these women who I know are itching for this information to be out there for validation of what they're going through to be able to listen to this so they can help their sisters, their friends who are going through this experience and they're not sure what to do. So I think this is, yeah, a very important topic for us to be sharing. And I'm so grateful that you've taken your story and turned it into, yeah, this beautiful, amazing platform to be able to help women. So thank you for joining us. Is there anything final that you'd like to say to anyone listening? No, I think I've said, (laughs) I think I've said a lot today, I guess. Maybe, probably the final, maybe one final thing about just the emotions. Like, if it is something that either you're going through or you're someone on the outside watching someone you love going through that, just validate their emotions, validate what they're experiencing. Don't, don't feel like you have to fix them because they're not broken. Yeah. Just allow them to move through what they're going through. And if it's your, you experiencing that, then just do that for yourself. Validate your own emotions and try not to fix yourself. I love that. Thank you so much, Shana. It's been a blast to chat to you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey ladies, I'm now going to cut to some beautiful responses from my community who sent in messages explaining how they cope with their physical recovery after loss. Now, the reason why I put this question out is because I had a lot of women say to me that they wish they had treated themselves like they were postpartum and they wish they had knew what to expect with this post-loss physical body and how it would feel and what they should do to honor that. So I think this is a really important conversation to have because we do need to nourish and look after our physical bodies. Even if you didn't carry a baby to full term, you've still been through an enormous experience. So I hope you enjoy these messages from my wonderful community about how they looked after their physical body after loss. I didn't do anything in particular to help with my physical recovery. I was just really kind to myself and did what I felt was right at the time. After both my losses, I found the infrared sauna really helpful. And I also felt like I needed to do something to heal my body. So I saw a naturopath, um, And I used oils to help balance my hormones. I don't know if they did anything, but for me, it was a ritual and feeling like I was being, I was able to do something proactive for myself and channel that energy somewhere. So it's been really kind to myself, obviously altering my exercise and um, I've been really hungry. So eating and nourishing my body more. Physically, I obviously spent a bit of time obviously having appointments with doctors and other medical professionals just to make sure I was okay after I lost the baby. And I just took it easy. I guess the three pillars of good health, I made sure I got enough sleep. I tried to come back to a good routine with my eating and also just generally did some, I guess, low intensity physical activity and just was compassionate to myself in that time period physically my body was still feeling the effects of having a pregnancy and losing that pregnancy my period didn't return for a while after that and just hormonally I felt quite up and down so again just being yeah 
compassionate talking to my GP and seeing my GP around that to get support if I was worried about anything. And yeah, just coming back to those basic things that maintain good health. I felt like my body kind of just knew what to do. I mean, I during the, when the miscarriage was happening, I, I rested a lot and I really took time to myself and made, for, made sure I nourished myself. To aid my physical recovery, it was more once the miscarriage had passed, I looked at nutrition and light exercise once my periods had returned, which took a lot longer than the doctors had expected. So looking at the nutrition side of things and balancing my hormones through vitamins and minerals that I was lacking made a huge difference. And yeah, so I did whole foods, cut out refined sugar and found sugar alternatives in mainly and started making a lot of my own snacks and things like that. And then just did some light exercise. Eat well, move lots of water, listen to my body, knowing when it needed to rest. And it was time to just sit at home and do nothing and honoring that. Hey mummers, I really hope that you love that episode and that you maybe feel a little bit more prepared if this is, you know, something that you've been told is about to happen to you. For many women, they're sent home with not much information similar to Shana where they're not sure what to prepare for. Or maybe this just gives you a little bit more validation if this is a similar experience to you. So I know many women are blindsided by the physicality of loss and how intense that experience can be for their body and all of these different reactions that their body has that they're not expecting. So that's why I want to bring this as its own standalone episode to talk about how your body reacts and what your body goes through and how it might feel. So yeah, I really hope that you love this episode and please give me any feedback that you have. If there's any holes in this topic of pregnancy loss that you think I need to cover, please let me know. Jump on over to at Physio Laura. I would so love to hear from you there. And yeah, I hope that wherever you are today, you are looking after yourself. You are letting yourself feel all the feels. You are resting and being kind to yourself. And I'm sending you so much love.